Welcome everyone. My name is Kayla Jenkins and I'm an intern with the Indiana Society of Association Executives. ISAE focuses on the interests and needs of association professionals within the state of Indiana. So today we're here to talk all about internships, specifically what deems an internship a success um, in the eyes of an intern and also to the organization, specifically the intern program manager. Um, we'll also take a look into how to foster mutually beneficial relationships between both parties. So here with me today is Kenyari Keith. Uh, she's a meetings and events intern at Rayborn Group International. Hi, Kenyari. Thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. Happy to have you here. Um, I'd also like to welcome our another featured guest, uh, Nita Salim, the intern program manager at the Children's Museum of Indianapolis. Hi, Nita. Thanks for joining us. Sorry Hi, thanks for that. having me as well. Awesome. So I'm glad you both are here with us. Um, as an intern myself, I'm really excited to dive into this topic. Um, before we do, I wanted to give you both the opportunity to go ahead and introduce yourselves to our audience. So just tell us a little bit about your background and your current roles. Kenyari, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Hi, um, so my name is Kenyari, um, like Kayla introduced me so kindly, and um, I recently, um, this past May, I graduated from Indiana University, Purdue University of Indianapolis, and when I graduated, I began two internships, so um, one was at, um, I'm a meetings um, intern here, um, and then also I am a public information support specialist at the Indiana Department of Homeland Security, um, which is very similar to an internship position. Um, and so that's what I am currently doing right now. Cool. Thanks, Kenyari. Sounds like you have a pretty well-rounded background. Thank you for sharing. Um, how about you, Nita? Why don't you just go ahead and tell us about your background and your role with the Children's Museum? Sure. Um, so my name is Nita Salim, and I'm the intern program manager here at the Children's Museum of Indianapolis. I've held this role for the past three years um, and was really fortunate to be able to join a 28-year-old program that's hosted over 1,300 interns. Um, oh. I've always been an advocate for lifelong learning um, and I value the internship opportunities that I had um, as I completed my degrees. Um, I'm also a very active member of NACE, which is the National Association of Colleges and Employers, um, and I serve on their conference committee and have been a part of their leadership program. And NACE has been um, a wonderful resource for me as well in sort of guiding our intern program. And so I'm really excited to be here and talk with you all today. Awesome. That's incredible. Um, we're, we're really happy to have you. So let's go ahead and jump right into today's topic, what makes an internship or successful internship program. And let's start with the organization's perspective. So Nita, as a manager, like you said, of the intern program at the Children's Museum, uh, what do organizations need to know before they start an internship program of their own? Sure. Um, I think one of the first and most important steps in deciding that you want an internship program is to actually make that decision. Um, and I say that because there's a lot of thought that goes into how it is that you'll develop um, your internship. And so does that mean that you'll have mentors that are supervising students? Is this going to be a paid internship or an unpaid internship? Are you going to um, allow students to do internships for academic credit? Is that something that you value and that you're going to require or not? And so there's a lot of thought that goes into the decision once you you know, come up with the idea that an internship program is something that you as an organization or entity want to start. Thank you for that. Those are some excellent points. So along with that, what do you think are some challenges um, an internship coordinator or manager will face um, in this new position and how could they overcome them? Sure. 
And, you know, going back to what I was just talking about a little bit, once that decision has been made, um, there's definitely advantages, but there's also challenges. And so um, the Department of Labor has a six-point test that talks about um, the way in which you designate interns. And so I think organizations need to look very carefully at that six-point test and determine how it is that they're setting up their internship. And, you know, ultimately, the most successful programs are going to be the ones in which there's a solid reciprocal benefit. And so you want the student to be able to learn about the organization. You want them to be able to advance themselves in a work environment and see what it's like to be in a work environment. You want to help them develop a portfolio. And in return for the organization, you're getting fresh perspectives and new ideas um, and input from a new set of ideas. Um, and so as that goes, you know, the first or the next step to that first step will be gaining organizational buy-in. And so you want to make sure that leadership from top down really understands the um, business case for why it is that you're creating an internship program. And so um, showing and helping people better inform themselves about what the value the interns bring to the organization. Um, and there's a number of um, challenges, I think, that come along with an intern program in keeping up with all of the responsibilities, um, helping interns learn what it's like to be in a work environment. For many, this is their first real life work experience. And so helping them understand the organization um, culture is so important. Um, and many interns come, you know, especially millennials today, I think come with a completely different mindset about what the workplace um, should be like, um, or is like, depending on the experiences that they've had. And depending on the type of culture that you have within your organization, it's going to be important to help your interns learn what that's like so that they can be successful. Yeah, I agree. There's some really good resources and things that you pointed out there. So kind of along with that, you kind of touched on it a little bit with the different perspectives that they have. What do you think organizations should know about interns today? Sure. Um, so looking at the class of interns, um, here at the Children's Museum, we take students that are anywhere from freshmen through PhD students. And so um, a bulk of those students are going to be what today I refer to earlier as millennials or, or Gen Y. Um, and so you're looking at individuals that are ages, you know, 18 to 34. Um, and statistics show that that's about 80 million um, students. And I think the most important thing as an intern manager for me has been the recognition and making sure that my team understands what great diversity comes in a group that large. Um, so not all 80 million of those individuals are going to be exactly the same. Um, you can't really pigeonhole them all into one group. Um, but there are, you know, certainly things that you can do to help them be successful. Um, entering the world of work can be really daunting and, and somewhat um, apprehension creating for students. I think walking into that first internship, um, our first day of orientation, you see the look of worry. Um, and, you know, over time, they slowly become more comfortable. And I think yeah. that's really where mentors have a great opportunity um, to help guide students along their career path um, and help them become more focused on their personal and professional development. Cool. Yeah, diversity is a really important thing that goes into account. I had no idea so many millennials like us out there right now. Um, Kimyari, on the other hand, when you're applying for internships, what do you typically look for in an organization? Yeah, so I think that um, I would have to completely agree um, with Nita. You touched on this when you said that you definitely want to make sure you have a solid reciprocal um, benefit. So for me, that's also really important. Um, um, right now, I'm getting ready to start. Well, I've actually started my first semester of graduate school, um, but before that, I did a couple of different internships um, in college, and I really appreciated 
um, the learning experience as a whole. Um, but one of those things that I've learned along the way is that you want to, um, I think a lot of students or a lot of interns might sometimes think that this is going to just be like a trial run. Um, so sometimes they might think, okay, I'm just going to do this and see if it fits, which is fine. But at the same time, you want to make sure that if you're in, if you're investing your time in an organization or an organization is investing their time in you, that you've set aside certain goals that you want to meet. Do you want to um, learn about this field and see if this field is a good fit for you? Is that what the um, person who is providing the internship wants you to do? Is that what the organization is looking for? Or are they looking for someone who is more along the lines of an employee? So I think that when you're looking for an internship, you first want to set aside um, kind of ideas of what you want to accomplish. Do you want to be building a portfolio? Do you want field experience? And then kind of make sure that those items are lining up with the internship that you apply for. Yeah, I agree. It is important to keep uh, the investment in mind and the outcome in mind before you search for an internship. I would agree with that for sure. Nita, hearing that, and also with your experience and your role, um, how has your internship program evolved to meet the needs of today's interns, if at all? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it's really interesting, um, and I think that you know, a really great point has been brought up in that, you know, a student's goals are really important. And as an institution, you know, the Children's Museum's mission has been all about transforming the lives of children and families. And so the museum didn't really come up with their intern program because we had a lot of work that we needed someone to do or because we wanted to replace employees that had left um, or had additional administrative tasks. But our question really was, what can we do to provide some sort of valuable education to college students um, and to that age and demographic? And they came up with the idea of the intern program. And so it was actually years ago where the museum switched from the idea of managers to mentors. Um, and so each intern that comes into our organization is, is paired with a mentor and they work with them on their day-to-day -day tasks. And it's really somebody that's supposed to help them along with their professional development. And we also have a fully developed training program for our mentors. So not just anybody can come into the organization and say, hey, you know, I've been here two or three months. I've got some great project ideas. Let's get a few interns in here. They actually have to go through a training program with me and the program before they can be deemed eligible to host an intern. Cool. That's really interesting. Always in my um, internships and in my personal experience, I've always tried to find a mentor um, out of that internship. So I think it's really cool that the Children's Museum has that built into their program. That's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And it's something that most mentors will continue on with even after the internship is done. And so oftentimes we'll have students that will come back and visit and catch us up on how they're doing and what's going on in their professional careers. And so they're really nice ways to establish relationships that are ongoing. Yeah, cool. That's awesome that you have that set up. So, Kenyari, during the application and interview process, what turned you off about an organization? What makes you think, uh, maybe this is it? Um, that's a great question. So, um, I think that being honest with yourself about what you want out of an internship um, is really important um, when you're looking for and applying for um, a position. I think that a lot of times as college students, maybe especially if it's your first internship, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I have to have one. Maybe it's to satisfy a class requirement. Right. Um, maybe you need it to graduate. Um, there could be a bunch of different reasons driving you, but you always want to make sure that you don't get into a situation and, um, you know, 
it doesn't seem like it's really worth your time or it doesn't seem like you're learning. Yeah. Um, so for me, I would always um, first start with maybe an instructor or a mentor that you already have and say, what are certain things that I need to know about this field that I'm trying to mm -hmm. go into? Then take those things that they might give you if they have guidance or if they have experience in that field and then go compare it to what is offered at that internship. And if those things don't match up, then it's probably not going to be the best fit. Yeah. Um, and then with interviewing, I always find it really important just to be honest with the person that's interviewing you. Um, you don't want to just go ahead and answer um, the questions how you think they want them to be answered. You want to be honest with that person um, or with the person who's the coordinator or who might be your mentor mm -hmm. um, because then you can make sure that it's definitely a beneficial fit. So if it's not, that's fine, but yeah. that's kind of what I look out for is just making sure that it's a genuine connection. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Honesty is key, I think. Um, Nita, do you, how do you typically find your interns at the Children's Museum? Is it through your current connections, your resources, an online job, posting, things like that? And also, what are some best practices for promoting an internship? Sure. Um, so for us, a lot um, of the applicant pool comes from word of mouth. Um, the museum okay. is the biggest children's museum and we're also considered the best in the country um, so we hold ourselves to very high standards um, and you know we're pretty clear about what our expectations are in terms of an internship and we've developed really strong relationships with universities and so for those that don't come to us on their own there's a lot of referrals and word of mouth that happens um, but in addition to that there's also a recruiting strategy and I think that that's important for any institution. You don't just want to count on that word of mouth um, to always bring those candidates to you. And so, you know, I've worked with organizations like NACE, um, as I mentioned earlier, and Indiana Internet, which is a great resource here in Indiana that works on building internships in the state of Indiana. Um, and, you know, posting on their job boards, posting on the boards of local universities, making sure that we're attending the career fairs of the universities for which we want to recruit candidates from. And then always making sure that I make myself available to speak on panels and go into classrooms um, mm -hmm. and speak with candidates as well. Professors oftentimes will have career panels or you know, individuals from that profession come and speak. And so if it's not something that I can speak to, I'll always look for mentors here at the organization that are willing to go out and do those talks as well. Yeah, those are some, some excellent resources. I actually use a lot of them myself. Um, internet is a really great one, and a lot of connections or jobs or internships I've had have been through my school's uh, career fairs. So that's really awesome that you guys are um, kind of doing the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. So let's move into talking about how to build that mutually beneficial relationship we've been talking about between an organization and its intern. So going back to you, Kenyari, when you joined an organization um, as an intern, what expectations do you have for your immediate supervisor? Um, I would say, um, and I do kind of want to go back to something that Nina mentioned, um, yeah. mentorship is so important, so I think that's really cool that you all are doing that at the museum. Um, but I tend to really want to learn from my supervisor mm -hmm. um, because they've obviously gotten to the position that they're in from working really well in the field. Right. Um, so I want to be able to um, learn from the tasks that I'm given, but then I also mm -hmm. want to be able to ask those questions if I need to. Yeah. Um, and I think it really just depends on you and what your goals are, um, but taking um, what you're learning, and if you don't understand something, being able to have that space to ask the question or to form yeah. that relationship, because I think that's how you form a relationship with a mentor. Um, so I think that that's definitely something that I look for. Yeah, and speaking of which, asking questions, Kenyari, how do you communicate with your supervisor and ask those questions when mm -hmm. you're there on a part-time basis? How do you um, really find the that middle ground between communication and the importance mm -hmm. of communication when you're only there, you know, 15, 20 hours a week? 
Right. Um, and then I think this is also something um, that you have to consider when you're looking at the internship. So I know that that might depend on um, the structure of the internship. So if you are going somewhere where you're not allowed to have email outside of the office, um, where you're not allowed to have that cell phone contact, it would definitely be, you know, getting on Outlook if you have Outlook email in the office and scheduling those appointments, um, especially if you're still in school, if you have like, um, you know, one week that's going to be super crazy from midterms or finals. You want to make sure that you let them know that well in advance. You want to treat it like a professional job, just like you could, um, you know, after graduation. Right. Um, so I think that another thing is that if the opportunity is available, which I've been very fortunate to have opportunities like this, mm -hmm. you want to make sure that if you can have um, their cell phone number, that you do have that in case, you know, um, emergencies arise. Right. Um, and then also if you're going to be maybe traveling for an internship that you've already gotten that planned out. Um, I think that sometimes when, especially if it's your first internship or you're starting out, um, you might be afraid to ask those questions or be intimidated, but um, you have to remember, um, just like Nita mentioned earlier, it's a learning experience and they right. want you to get used to those common communication tactics that you would have in um, a regular job once you're mm -hmm. done with internships. So I think those are all really important um, things to consider with communication. Mm -hmm. That's true, I agree. Going back to you, Nita, what do you expect or hope for your interns at the Children's Museum to gain from that, your program? Sure. Um, you know, it's really interesting. Um, we talk a lot here at the museum about interns being able to fail in a safe environment. And mm -hmm. so, you know, it's one of those things when interns come in, we define learning goals and we work with them step by step. There's multiple check-ins throughout the internship process. And we kind of reassess those goals um, throughout to see whether or not they're really accomplishing what it is that they set forth to accomplish with the internship, as Kenyari was talking about it being so important at the beginning. And so as a part of that, you know, we really celebrate if I have an intern that comes in and it's a marketing intern and they leave at the end of their internship and they say, wow, I want to do nothing but marketing. This is wonderful. And we'll really celebrate that. But we celebrate just as much when a student comes in and potentially does a marketing internship and says, wow, you know, that's not really exactly what I thought it was going to be and I don't know if this is really something that I want to do for the rest of my life and so it really for us it's about seeing our students take the next step in their career path and whether that means you know deciding on new classes to take or whether to continue to pursue the classes that they are or pursue a different internship opportunity or apply for a different type of job we celebrate whatever decisions they make but it's important to us that they're at least making some type of decision by the time they leave us. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's great that you guys already have that, again, like you mentioned, that support system built within um, your internship program. So um, I've always I've always appreciated having a learning experience, if nothing else, when I leave an internship. Um, or there's something I really want to do going forward or something I may not want to do. So I think it's awesome that you guys really focus on that with your interns. Thank you. So, Kenyari, what about you? What do you hope to gain as a result of your internships? Um, so I think that a lot of interns or young professionals would tell you, you always hear this phrase, um, not, it's not always what you know, but it's who you know. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a little bit of both. Um, yeah. So number one, you do want to make sure that when you leave an internship, even if it doesn't work out, if it's not you know the best fit, you still mm -hmm. have a professional relationship, someone who is um, at least someone who you could go to and maybe shoot an email if you have a question later on um, and maybe meet up with 
for lunch as a mentor. Right. Um, I think that those relationships are really beneficial. And then also, um, other interns that you work with, you have to remember that those those people are also going to be going into that same field. Um, mm -hmm. So you might be working with them later on in the future. So I think that sometimes um, there is a mentality where it's like, oh, it's every person for themselves, but we might end up being, you know, that next person that's in the cubicle next to you might be your coworker one day. So mm -hmm. um, it's always important to build relationships. And then I think another thing is field experience. Um, you learn so much in the classroom that's always really valuable education, but I think that's the reason why we see internships um, being more commonly built into a curriculum mm -hmm. um, is because you have to have field experience to know what you're getting yourself into. Um, right. So I think that if there are opportunities um, to maybe volunteer or work in an event or if you're marketing, if you're going to be setting up maybe um, new opportunities for a client, it's really important that you dive into those things because if you yeah. go through that internship and just kind of tread through the water, mm -hmm. you're not going to get those experiences that you need. Right. So walking away from, with those experiences are really important. Yeah, I agree. Those have been important things for me too, building relationships and maintaining those relationships that you build in, and nurtured and leaving yeah. with some, some experience. I think those are good things that I, I try to look for too. So, Kenyari, in your eyes, what would make an internship a success? Is it learning those things, coming out with relationships, things like that? And then also on the flip side, what would make an internship um, a bad experience for you? Sure. Um, so I think that what would make it, is it okay if I flip-flop and say bad and then yes. <laughs> Um I think that what would make it, unfortunately, a bad experience is that if you um, just don't learn anything, if you don't allow yourself to open up. I think you always have to pay attention to what's going on around you. Um, maybe you're learning something about yourself that you've never discovered before in the professional world. Maybe you thought that you needed to be kind of someone who sat at the desk all day and it turns out that's not for you. Mm -hmm. um, you don't want to just take that and say, oh, this is awful. I shouldn't have a desk job ever. I'm awful. This is terrible. I can never work in any professional environment. Don't, you know, <laughs> if you think that way, then you're going to be having a bad experience because that's what you make it. Yeah. So I think that, it. yeah, absolutely. I think that um, that is really the only way that you can have a bad experience. And sometimes mm -hmm. things are out of your control. Maybe um, the organization that you thought you were interning for didn't turn out being um, the type of organization that you were told it was mm -hmm. um, or maybe that you perceived it to be. And that's okay, too, because like you mentioned earlier, Kayla, you have learning experiences. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that any learning experience, in my opinion, is a good experience, um, and that's what's going to make an internship a good experience is if you learn. Yeah. Um, and so as long as you have an open mind um, and you are paying attention to what's going on around you, I think that you're going to walk away with a good internship experience. Yeah, I agree. It's, mm -hmm. it's really all about perspective. Mm -hmm. So I've had a few internships, much like you, Kingari, mm -hmm. and if one turns out not to be what I thought, it would have been initially, I just try to learn from it. I, I always try to find something from the internship, good or bad yeah. experience. I, I always take something from it. So that's a good point, too. Um, Nita, what do you think? How, how do you determine whether or not the internship was a success from your perspective as the intern program manager? And I know you touched on it a little bit about how you hope your interns will take something from it, whether it's good or bad. But um, what do you think? I'm curious to know. Well, I really, I agree with Kenyuri um, and everything that she's saying and that, you know, a, a good experience is when we see a student that walks away with positive outlook um, when they've taken their experiences and processed them. And I think one of the really important things that, that's highlighted but not really clearly said is, 
you know, that reflection moment. And I think oftentimes, you know, especially when we're students and I've done internships too, it's sort of go, 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 go. And then it's midterms and then it's go, 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 go. And then it's finals. And in the midst of all of it, you're trying to do an internship and balance a job and family and, and all of these other responsibilities. And I think it's really important to take a few moments from time to time and step back and reflect. And I think when we see those reflection moments in our students, when they've really processed their experiences and what it means for them is where, you know, we see the most success. Good point. And I think one other thing as well is that, you know, sometimes internships, it may not be exactly what you want. And we sort of talk about that quote unquote bad experience, but within every experience, students still have the ability to learn transferable skills. And so while it may not relate exactly to what it is that you were hoping, there's the hope that the student has at least taken away important, you know, skills that they can translate into whatever career path they are interested in. And like Kenyari was saying, that networking piece is so valuable. And that's something that really can't be taught um, and something that students really have to make an effort towards as well. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that that's a great point that what you, regardless of whether or not you deem it to be a good or bad experience, you've learned something. You've developed new skills, hopefully, if you've applied yourself within this internship. So um, I'd agree with that, definitely. And I think that's a great note to end our discussion on. Nita, Kenyari, thank you both so much for joining us today. Um, again, as an intern myself, it was it was great to um, hear about best practices and advice on how to strengthen these relationships between an intern and the supervisor um, from both sides. And likewise, CNA and Society of Association Executives exists to support and strengthen the success of association professionals and the associations that they serve. Again, Nita Kenyari, thanks so much for joining me today. Um, you both provided some really helpful insight and perspectives on our topic. So thank you guys. We will see you next time. Thank you, Kayla. Thank you for the opportunity. Of course. Take care.